Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today as we continue along in the Gospels. As we've been going through chronologically through the Scriptures, as Jesus is now back up in the area Capernaum in Matthew chapter 12. We were in Luke yesterday, today we're in Matthew chapter 12. We read, Then one one was brought to him who was demon-possessed, blind and mute, and he healed him, so that the blind and the mute both spoke and saw. And all the multitude were amazed and said, Could this be the son of David? And when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the rulers of the the ruler of the demons. And so here these guys, we don't know exactly what their motivation was. Could be from jealousy. Maybe they were threatened at the things that Jesus was doing, saying, teaching, that and the fact that there was tremendous crowds that were following him at this time. And so they started to attribute the works of Jesus as being that he's doing it by the powering of a demon. In verse 25, Jesus said, But Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. A very simple Employ when you're in military, if you could divide, you can conquer. And Jesus was saying this to them. And in verse 26, it says, As Satan casts out Satan, he's divided against him himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And so, again, Jesus is emphasizing that Satan is very much alive and well at that time. And he does have a kingdom. His kingdom is the kingdom of this world. He's the prince and the power of this world. And Jesus came not only to redeem the world that was lost back unto himself, but also to redeem us from the grips and the power that Satan has upon us. And how we long for that day when the kingdom of God will rule rather than Satan ruling. And I think it's important when we see these verses and we understand where he says, how then will his kingdom stand? You know, when we see present suffering in the world, so often people would want to shift the blame upon God. How can a loving God ever allow this to happen? Well, it's not a loving God that is allowing it, that that has caused it to happen. Man's choice by forfeiting our rights uh, of our, that God had so blessed us in the Garden of Eden all the way back to Adam and now forfeiting our right over to Satan, being the rights to, to care, to tend for this earth. Satan has been in control. And Jesus has come back to redeem that which was lost back unto himself. And he says, therefore, they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Otherwise, don't you recognize that the kingdom of God is right here in our midst, in your midst? He's right there. Or how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his good unless he first binds the strong man, and then he will plunder the house? He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. 
as he's looking at these really Pharisees, that Jesus later on in Matthew, Matthew chapter 23, really gives very strong words to these people who are missing the mark. As they're blame, blame shifting or really blaming the works and attributing the works of Jesus to Satan, he says, either guys, you're for me or you're against me. In this case, the Pharisees were definitely against Jesus. Therefore, I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy of the Spirit will not be forgiven men. And anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. Very important teaching and lesson here as he's speaking about sins being forgiven. He says everything can be forgiven except for one thing. And he says the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit or those who would speak words against Jesus, the Son of Man. See, here the in contents, again, as we were just studying, they were attributing the work of God to Satan. They were speaking against Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit's, the purpose of the Holy Spirit, to really understand what he's saying, was to convict man of sin, to show them the need for repentance, to show the need for a Savior. And that gift of God is Jesus Christ. And to reject that gift, Jesus said, you could be forgiven of anything. But to reject the gift of salvation, then there really isn't another option for you. That can't be you know, let go if you don't receive that gift. And then as he goes on in verse 33, he says, Every, either make a, the tree good and its fruit good, either we make the tree good or the fruit good, or also we make the tree bad and the fruit bad, for a tree is known by, a, by its fruit. And certainly that's very logical, very understanding, especially with the crowd that he was speaking to, Pretty much they were either fishermen or there were men who were working out in the field, used to, used to the agricultural lifestyle, and they knew exactly what Jesus was talking. He said, and he says, brood of viper, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. For a good, a good man out of the good treasures of a heart brings forth good things. And the evil man out of evil, evil treasures bring forth evil things. Then Jesus speaks to them. He says, brood of vipers. Can you imagine that? He was so uh, getting as, you know, tired of these people, you know, uh, who Jesus is here just helping them. This poor fellow who had been blind, he's been mute, he couldn't see, and the Lord touched and healed him. And then he says, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. And really, he's saying that the words are important. The things that we say really do reflect the person that we are. Let me say that again. The things that we say certainly do, for the most part, reflect the person that we are. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. 
And so Jesus is saying, a good man's going to try to draw out of the situation goodness. And that's a, a word that's gone along the wayside, isn't it? Where we would just simply say, well, that man is good. That woman is good. They're filled with goodness. They bring forth good things out of their lives. But he says the evil man, speaking as he was speaking about a tree earlier, they're not capable of it, and they cannot do it. But then as he concludes his section of verse 36, he says, But I say to you that for every idle word men speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by the words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Oh my goodness. That's a mouthful right there. I find it's interesting as we pick up on this thought that as we speak and the things that we say and we confirm, it's really what in, that's in our heart. Later on, Paul writes in the book of Romans, in Romans chapter 10, he says, with your mouth we make our, our confession unto salvation. Our confession that Jesus Christ is the Lord and Jesus Christ is the one that we believe in. May we make good confessions this week. May we speak words of kindness, words of love, words of goodness. And how do we do that? Because we're walking with a good God. All we're doing is passing on the goodness wherein God ministers to us day in and day out. And so until next time, this is, pa this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.